Today, a drive-by shooting took place outside the home of Representative Lee Zeldin. Stacey Abrams claims no one knows when a pregnancy begins, and another family-friendly pride event took place at a Texas Methodist church. We've got all of that and more coming up, and it all starts right now. Welcome to the News and Why It Matters. I am Sarah Gonzalez, and uh, I am, <laughs> and I would like to make one thing clear. I am always right. It's just a talent I have. I am joined today by host of the Chad Prather Show, uh, America's favorite cowboy, Chad Prather. I lean left, but I'm always right. But you're always right, yeah. yes. Uh, also joined by Blaze TV contributor Alex Stein, host of Conspiracy Castle, and also Alex Stein. And what's on your tie? Uh, yeah, I think these are guns and bowling and uh, whiskey. I think it's a big Lebowski uh, vibe today. This, this company sent me some free ties. I'm giving them a free plug, but I actually like them. Emerson Bespoke, so I don't know. Maybe check All them right. out. Don't. I don't care. They, we're going to get in trouble for, you know, because they didn't pay for advertising dollars. No, it's a, that's a nice tie. It's okay. It's nice, but hey, listen. It, it holds the suit together, yeah, man. It's just, I like the red. I like the color pattern. You know, it's very patriotic, and I'm feeling patriotic. I've been all over the country. I just got back from Chicago, and I didn't get shot. So I, <laughs> I have faith back in American values. <laughs> Yay, inner cities. I came back from one, and I didn't get shot. That's great. What a high bar we have here. Speaking of getting shot. Speaking of getting shot, uh, over the weekend, two teens were injured in a drive-by shooting that took place outside Representative Lee Zeldin's home. He has had really bad luck lately. Uh, his He and his wife were at a Columbus Day parade in the Bronx. His two 16-year-old daughters were at home alone. Uh, after hearing the gunshots, the girls ran upstairs and locked themselves into the bathroom and called Zeldin, uh, reportedly crying. And the two individuals shot have been identified as Joel Murphy and Elijah Robinson, both 17-year-olds from Mastic, Long Island. Uh, a high-ranking law enforcement source said the teen victims were known to the department and had been at a recording studio on a reservation in Suffolk County that is known for gang activity. And uh, they reviewed the home security footage of Representative Zeldin, showed one wounded victim laying down underneath their porch, another person shot laying down under a bush in front of their porch just a couple feet away, a third person moving all around the property up and down the porch a couple of times. And uh, reportedly, mm -hmm. the, uh, the one of the bullets that went through the window uh, landed like 30 feet mm -hmm from where one of Lee Zeldin's daughters was sitting. Now, I say he's had bad luck lately because uh, we covered on the show just a couple months ago. Uh, he was attacked during a, a campaign speech by a man shouting, you're done. It was a very odd moment. Those of you who are watching uh, the show can see that screenshot, that still image of the man. He seemed to be, I don't know, I think reports afterwards were that he possibly was drunk, but he seemed to be moving very slowly uh, and said, you're done. It was a very awkward exchange. And of course, uh, bystanders were able to subdue him and he was ultimately arrested. But, um, you know, it's interesting because he is running against Kathy Hochul on an anti-crime platform. Who could blame the guy? He keeps getting uh, his life and his on. family's um, life threatened. You know, you go back to that picture, if they'll pop it back up there, of the guy that was came up there with the little knife or whatever it was. 
Like Lee maintained some composure he in that really deal did. because look, he he fought the guy off with one arm. Yeah. He kept the microphone yeah. in his left. Now as me, I'm gonna be whacking that dude with that microphone. Uh, yeah. You can do some damage with a microphone. No, it could have been a tragic situation with his daughters in the house. It was a sad situation, and apparently they uh, any of that any situation like that. But you know, when your daughters are at home, they had to lock themselves in the bathroom, call nine one one. It's a scary deal. All the more reason. We got to get this guy moved to Albany. We got to put him in the governor's mansion. Yeah, He's in a dangerous neighborhood. Yeah, apparently. You, folks in New York better step up. I mean, I think a lot of neighborhoods in New York are dangerous right now. Yeah. Yeah. I know, how, I know how to solve it, though. We take away everybody's guns. That's how we do it. So as long as get rid no of the one, guns. Only the criminals and the cops in the military should have guns. And then all of our problems will be solved. What could possibly go wrong? Nothing. That's Wait, what, I, I mean, I kind of feel like New York is one of those places. But you know the problem with that is it's always your mistress's husband that's going to wind up keeping one too and that's going to be problematic. Yeah. I feel bad for the people in New York. It's just like California in that you've got people that are really good there, good values, good places to to be beautiful country and they're just getting screwed by bureaucracy. Yeah, I mean I, I, I just, my heart goes out to the people who are still in cities but it's like yeah. Get the hell out of cities. Well, I want to make this point because, you know, it was after 9-11, everybody, you know, rallied around New York City. And I thought America was kind of on a positive you know, trajectory after that terrible mm-hmm. event. But after what's happened with the pandemic, you know, America goes the way of NYC and NYC is just going in the crapper. So it just kind of stinks because I think it just it's a, you know, extrapolates from that city to the rest of the country. So if that's going in the crapper, then the rest of the country is headed with it. Yeah, I mean, it'll be interesting to see how many uh, people in New York actually vote for Lee Zeldin. Um, But you got to believe that uh, Kathy Hochul is going to win out, even though, you know, uh, again, um, we're talking about being incredibly relaxed on crime. We're talking about even when there are criminals who, like that man who attacked Lee Zeldin, he was like charged and then uh, released without bail. So, yeah. It's not like they're penalizing any of the criminals in the first place. Uh, so you get to a certain point and you're like, all right, well, you know, maybe you deserve this fate for continuing to vote for the Democrats who are, you don't think so? No, I just sad. No, I think that it is, is exactly sad, what's but it's happening. Like, yeah, no, it's just deteriorating beyond if, all recognition to what it was. And if you don't agree with that, again, get the hell out of the inner city because the Democrats are going to do to uh, New York, what they've done to San Francisco, what they've done to L.A., what they've done to Chicago, what they've done to all of these other places. Uh, It is just really sad to see. So speaking of sad to see, uh, yesterday, Stacey (laughs) Abrams appeared on Fox News. And, you know, she's just going all in with this uh, abortion rhetoric, with this uh, rhetoric that no one knows anything about pregnancies. We don't have any sort of scientific consensus on, you know, what that thing is that's growing in your body or anything like that. She says it's a fallacy that we know exactly when a pregnancy begins. Watch. Where would you draw the line? 15 weeks, viability, 36 weeks. What's the limit? What I've always said is that abortion is a medical decision that should be made by a doctor and the woman, and that the point of viability as determined by a doctor should always take into consideration the life and health of a woman. That should be the standard. But the arbitrary standards of timelines ignore the medical reality that it is a fallacy. We know exactly when a pregnancy starts, that we know exactly where we are in the system, I mean, in the in the term. And what doctors will tell you is that they need to make decisions based on the woman they are treating. And what women will tell you is that they need the right to make medical decisions that can save their lives and save their ability to control their bodies and their futures. Um, so she may have had me if she wanted to make the argument that we don't know when viability begins, right? And that's what is the fallacy. She's saying we don't know when a 
pregnancy begins, which I feel like if you have participated in any sort of basic biology, uh, sex education, reproduction class, mm. you pretty much know when the pregnancy begins. I know when it begins. That's why I paid $25 office copay and got a vasectomy 12 years ago. <laughs> I know exactly when it begins, but she's apparently a better doctor than Joe Biden. She knows all this stuff, biologically speaking. Yeah, it's and uh, by the way, I don't think she has kids. Yeah, and no, at all. And no, so, no mention of the dad. Can what? you imagine? Yeah, oh my gosh, they'd <laughs> no. be great athletes. They'd be in the NFL. But uh, uh, it's either here or there. I mean, she's built like a you know like a, the Empire State Building. Yeah. She, she probably would have been a good athlete herself. But neither here nor there about Stacey Abrams' uh, collegiate uh, athletic career. <laughs> My point being is no mention of the father, and these people are now just using an abortion. Where the, I posted this video on uh, Twitter about how you know they're glorifying abortion, calling it murder. It's just I want abortion to go back when it was a thing that a college person did in the dark, and they never told anybody. But now it's like used for clout, and now these politicians are campaigning on it, and it's really just sick and demonic. And it seems like we're regurgitating the same thing. But for her to even you know consider a clump of cells not alive, or that the baby growing inside them is going to be like a dog or something. I mean, it's a human life. And they try to disregard that and say that it's health care when mm -hmm. we don't even care about but, the baby's health care. But can right. you imagine, though, the logic that goes into being a black woman in the deep south who's going mm -hmm. to speak out about what and who is not a human? Mm -hmm. yeah. I mean, and take it back to, you know, the you know, 70 years ago, the Jim Crow era, uh, you know, and even further back to the age of slavery in the s southern states of the United States. Uh, Wow. Yeah. I mean, you're going to continue to make an argument for who's not a human being. The lack of self-awareness. Yeah, it's there. incredible. Yeah. I, you know, it's interesting because at the beginning of that clip, you heard uh, the interviewer ask, you know, 36 weeks, 37 weeks, like, will you put a cap on what you think is acceptable uh, in terms of how and when a woman should get an abortion, and they never do. You know, you try to tell them like, hey, let's agree that late-term abortion is a thing that we, like, I would love to go all the way, but if we want to compromise on something in the meantime, let's agree late-term abortion, really bad thing, we shouldn't do it. And their argument is, well, no one's getting a late-term abortion. Well, no, well, that's not happening. That That doesn't happen. And it's like, Okay, well, let's set a limit then. And they never seem to want to agree to setting a limit on that. Case in point, uh, on Face the Nation yesterday, Arizona Democrat gubernatorial nominee Katie Hobbs also refused to say if she supports any limits on abortion at any point in the pregnancy. Watch. And under a Carrie Lake administration, we would have government mandated forced births that risk women's forced lives. Uh, and, and her position is the one that ex that's extreme. It's out of touch where, with where the majority of Arizonans are who support access to safe and legal abortion. Uh, and under her administration, uh, women would not be safe. What would the Hobbs administration's <laughs> weak limit be for abortion access? Mm. If it's not 15 weeks, what is it? What is it? Look, abortion is a very personal decision that belongs between a woman and her doctor. The government and politicians don't belong in that decision. We need to let doctors what? perform the care that they are trained and take an oath to, to perform. So if Wait, an Arizona voter were to conclude from abortions? your previous answer that you do not favor any specific weak limit on abortion, would they be correct? I support leaving the decision between a woman mm. and her doctor okay. and leaving so no politicians entirely out of it. Great. No answer. So, Got it. You know, first of all, Katie Hobbs sounds like a girl at the mall uh, who just left the food court to go over to see what's new at Spencer Gifts. <laughs> uh, and so 
the fact that they're willing to use this type of rhetoric to to just for political gain, you know, it's like a it's like a squeaky toy in a dog's mouth just to get elected. Yeah. The idea that this woman has any shot in hell against the caliber of person that Carrie Lake is is insane to me. But that's how far the left's willing to go in order to pander and to make sure that their radical political hack job agenda stays alive. And by the way, to be fair, you know, she's refusing to debate Carrie Lake. If I were her, I wouldn't want to I debate Carrie Lake I wouldn't get in the same Lake room with Carrie Lake. <laughs> and, and you know, when they survey people, even people that are pro-choice, I say this all the time, even staunchly, overwhelmingly, people believe there should be a limit. So it's like the heartbeat bill in Texas. Now, I'm anti-abortion, but I mean, if we, it's not what I want. I understand, you know, there's, uh, you know, it's what the people want. So if we had to make some sort of capitulation to the mob, at least there should be a limit, but these politicians want to do it all the way up until birth, which mm-hmm. is ridiculous. So I, it doesn't even make you know, sense. You know, if you get on Twitter, they want to kill full-blown yeah, adult conservatives. <laughs> yeah. so, I mean, why, why would babies be <laughs> off true. limits? Well, I mean, I, I also think that there is something to be said for this story and the story at the beginning uh, that we just talked about kind of going hand in hand. We've just completely desensitized our society to valuing life at all. Mm-hmm. If you can kill the most innocent of lives in the womb, when they have absolutely no other choice but to rely on their mother, who is supposed to be the one to take care of them, why would you value a life once it left the womb? Mm -hmm. Why would you value that? This is what we're teaching society, so I don't think that it should come as a a shock to anyone. Look look at the pattern, right? Okay, so if you can call a baby a fetus or protoplasmic blob or a clump (laughs) of cells, or you can take a full-grown conservative and call them ultra MAGA or mm-hmm. MAGA Republicans mm-hmm. or, you know, you know, Extreme you start MAGA. labeling yep. people, yep. you're dehumanizing. And so whether it's Stacey Abrams or, or Katie Hobbs or whoever it is, they're dehumanizing. It's all part of the classification, the labeling and, and put them in the box and we'll exterminate them if we need to not deal with them at best. But uh, it's a sake of it's all for the sake of political convenience. Yeah. Um, All right, we've got more to come. First, we want to thank our sponsor, Birch Gold. So the consumer price index is uh, increasing yet again. Much, much fun in store with the Biden administration. The stock market has obviously been in complete turmoil. So uh, look, what are they doing to actually help combat inflation? They're just spending more money and adding to the burden. You cannot bury your head in the sand while your savings get decimated. You've got to do something about it. And that something is going and talking to Birch Gold. They have an A-plus rating with the Better Business Bureau. They've got a ton of five-star reviews, thousands of satisfied customers. You've got to text the word Y to 989898. Now, what you're going to get is a no-obligation, free information kit on protecting your savings with gold in a tax-sheltered account. Uh, Historically, gold and silver has been a great way to make sure to diversify and protect your your savings. You cannot allow the left to devalue those savings. Text the word Y to 989898. Again, there's no obligation, no reason not to do it. That is the word Y to 989898. Uh, Over the weekend, there was a family-friendly Pride event at Grace Avenue United Methodist Church in Frisco, Texas. This is right around the corner from us here. Uh, What, a good 25 minutes from here, very, very close to my house. And the event was the Pride Frisco Block Party. They had food trucks, live music, vendors, and LGBTQ resources. There were a ton of kids, uh, at least, I mean, 
This says over 50. I would say at least double that because they were coming and going. They didn't stay, you know, necessarily you know? the whole time because I was there, of course, <laughs> uh, in a pink wig just to blend in. Do we have a photo of that? Oh, yeah, no. I do. Oh, wow. <laughs> I, I do, yeah. It looks you good. guys do, It looks but... good. I thought it looked good. Uh, I was like, where's the party? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It reminded me of a rave. I thought we were going to a rave. I used it later when I got home, but that's neither here nor <laughs> there. Wow. Uh, so obviously the signs said, there were signs posted all around that said no photos or videos permitted. Again, I don't understand why, because if you are doing family-friendly events, you're putting on family-friendly events, what's the problem? What are, what are you hiding? In, in this particular instance, uh, I would also like to, to point out it was also a, uh, a furry friendly event. And there was <laughs> Who's this guy know, right at here? least one furry in attendance. Watch. <laughs> Look at that. Wow. Look at that. <laughs> what a crazy event. They let these guys in? This is disgusting. <laughs> you see the Proud Boys. That's you guys good. Are protesting my lifestyle. <laughs> wow, this guy is this mentally is insane. This, this is person, true. This person really funny. needs some mental health therapy. That's true. I'm just wow. a furry at a Proud event. Just let him hang out. Let me be free. Wow. Please stop protesting me. Are you single? <laughs> wow, this is insane. Of, I'm looking for a partner. Look at that. We have furry on furry action. At least it's family friendly furry action. You say it's family friendly. Um, so here's the thing. Was this as egregious as drag queens standing on tables uh, above young children dancing provocatively? No, but it was the small little things that they injected into it that you go, I don't really think kids should be reading that, like uh, flyers with different pride flags for children to read about different gender identifications, mm. including bear. Yes, there is a, a bear uh, gender identity, asexual, demisexual, and intersex. Uh, there were also these stickers that you know were totally free out there on the tables for kids to p go through, sift through, grab that featured like a naked woman that was laying on her back, and you could see all the outline of her breast and her nipple, um, and then these you know mouth looking provocatively, biting on the lip with the tongue out, and so it's just interesting because I don't understand why you would have to have it was like a pumpkin patch. Why does a pumpkin patch have to be tied to an LGBTQ family-friendly event? Why not just have a pumpkin patch? Why does this have to happen at a church? Why does this have to happen with children? Why does everything have to be sexualized? Why does any of this have to happen? What is the point? And look, I get under the name of, you know, they're going to say, well, it's about inclusion and exclusion, you know, and, and affirmation and make sure that everybody feels welcome and all these kind of things. But come on, come on, come on. Listen. I go to a reasonably heterosexual church. <laughs> At no time are we trying to affirm their heterosexuality right. on Sunday mornings. Right. We're not. We don't bring the kids into children's church and be like, you know what, kids? Let's talk about your genitals. Yeah. Let's let's talk about, you know, I we don't pass make out sure stickers. You know that you're heterosexual. So yeah. let's talk about that. I mean, we've never pulled out the three little bears and said, let me tell you where little bear came from. <laughs> we just, you don't, why? Yeah. Why, are, why is this a thing? It, it is, it's weird, and I know Alex was like, well, this is fun. Everyone's, everyone's
one's nice, well, right? Well, well, this is why, because if you just go there, you know, objectively it is fun, but it, it kind of reminds you of when I have to feed my dog medicine. You know, my dog doesn't want to take a pill, so what I have to do is I have to crush up the pill and I put it in a McDonald's hamburger, and then the dog loves it. So my point being is they have this really cool pumpkin patch, there's cool, you know, mascots, there's free, you know, inflatable stuff, mm -hmm. and then they just kind of like pop in some little hidden, like, you know, here's a brochure on how to come out, or here's some, you know, uh, literature on different sexualities. That's not necessarily kid-friendly, so it's, it, that's the only thing for me, is like they kind of, you know, the, there's a little hidden indoctrination in there. But overall, no, this was, I've been to these drag queen events, this was actually very, uh, you know, I don't even know, not, cons not controversial in my opinion, other than a million pride flags and some weird literature, but it's- Which I think almost makes it more controversial in because a way, it's, yeah. it, they're trying to draw your kids into this, like, look, there's nothing, there's no drag queens dancing on tables. Yeah. There's no, you know, there's no one showing, well, there were people showing their skin, but like, there's a, we're not doing that. We're just having a fall pumpkin festival. And you're like, oh, Okay, and then all of the people that you're surrounding yourself with. And, I mean, there was some and, questionable outfits It's subliminal there. indoctrination. It is it's subliminal, subliminal indoctrination. And to be fair, listen, no one sitting at this table has a problem. We're all libertarian enough. We don't care who you sleep with. No. Bone consenting adults. We don't care. We don't care. Which is We're, why you don't need to make it LGBTQ. Exactly. We don't, Everyone is already welcome. It's, that's not the issue at all. We're all for inclusivity. We're all for affirmation. We're all for people feeling good about themselves and stuff like that. Whether you agree with somebody's preferences, orientation, lifestyle, whatever, we can still love you. Mm -hmm. But come on. Yeah. Why do we have to continue to drag this stuff in when you know good and well what's happening? Like you said, the best phrase, it's subliminal indoctrination. Yeah, absolutely. Um, well, I, at least there is some good news uh, when it comes to the transing of our children. Uh, <laughs> Vanderbilt Pediatric Gender Clinic said that they will pause all gender transition surgeries on minors. Vanderbilt also told Tennessee lawmakers it would protect conscientious objectors who work at the facility and don't want to take part in these controversial treatments. You, obviously this comes, we've covered it on the program, this comes after Matt Walsh uh, did his deep dive into Vanderbilt Gender Clinic and found out all of these, you know, there are these speeches that exist of people explaining that this would make the, the clinic a lot of money. This would make Vanderbilt a lot of money. There was a lot of money to be had. Don't worry about the kids. I mean, they might miss their genitals after you cut them <laughs> off, but the, the hospital can mine. profit off. <laughs> the hospital can profit off of it. And um, they also said that, that if you objected, if you didn't like it, that you shouldn't be a part of Vanderbilt and you should go somewhere else because they would not allow anyone to object to this. So now they are reversing course and they are stopping uh, the, the surgeries on minors and they are going to, they say, they claim, protects, protect conscientious objectors. Uh, and Oklahoma also recently passed a bill that withholds COVID relief funds from the University of Oklahoma Medical Center where they too were providing gender affirming care, medical care to minors, uh, which includes puberty blockers, gender-affirming hormone therapy, and helping find surgeons who perform gender-affirming operations for patients um, just up to age 24. But there's isn't no... It, isn't it, isn't it funny that over the weekend, you know, PayPal, quote-unquote, accidentally released the thing about taking $2,500 from your mm -hmm. account for misinformation, and people got up in arms and started canceling those accounts because they care more about their $2,500 than losing their balls. <laughs> like, I would That's think true. you would protest the other. Yeah. 
way you more vehemently than $2,500. You would hope, at least. <laughs> yeah, and, and obviously, you know, the conservative mindset, you know, this isn't a conservative you know, idea, but we this for-profit medical system that we have that just, you know, basically exploits people, and now they're literally exploiting children. Because even uh, in this Vanderbilt doctor even said that they like it because there's a lot of follow-up visits. I mm -hmm. mean, and then on top of that, if you think about cutting off genitals, and, you know, this is basically an open wound that wants to close, <laughs> literally. So they have to dilate it, they have to have, you know, special... <laughs> Meetings. It's not even funny. I'm just what? saying. I mean, that's a lot of treatment. So it, it is an open wound. Yeah, no, and so it's just sad <laughs> for me that we have, and we're the only country that can even run pharmaceutical ads like, oh, take this antidepressant medicine. Other countries can't even do that. I'm sitting there watching football last night. And do you see the Moderna commercial that's been yes. coming on? Yes. There's no side effects listed. There's yep. no potential side effects listed yep. at the end of the, the Moderna commercial. Yeah. I also saw. What's up? Because there's no liability. They don't have to mention it. I also saw uh, HIV medication ads and I'm like I don't want to explain to my son. But why do you have to advertise the HIV? You know what? You don't have to choose. You get like, it. You're going to go get it. I got to take that medicine. I don't know. <laughs> no, I don't want that. I don't want I'm that. I'm thinking I'm mean. Google searching. <laughs> yeah, I don't think I need the commercial design my HIV medication whether yeah. I'm taking it or not. But yeah. oh, that's pretty much God. a guaranteed customer right there. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's just the, the, the for-profit medical system has created an industry of people that are afraid to call an ambulance and that they'll have died in Ubers because they, you know, they can't afford it. So I don't know. I'm not saying healthcare should be free, but there should be some sort of caps or, you know, the government spending $80 billion in Ukraine. Why don't you put some of that and help people that, you know, that are struggling here? So I just feel like we need a reallocation of our funds. There is so much I could get into with that because that is my background, but yeah. we can't because we got to take a break. Uh, okay. First, I want to thank our sponsor, My Patriot Supply. So food shortages are going to be very real. It's not just uh, Joe Biden the leader of the free world who is telling you there are going to be food shortages is also farmers who I think would know uh, whether or not there are going to be shortages. You've got to be prepared. You don't want to wait until it's too late. You've got to go to preparewithnews.com. You can get a special 20% discount on a three-month emergency food kit from My Patriot Supply. You're going to get breakfast, lunch, dinner, drinks, and snacks. And uh, this can keep your family from suffering. you got Joe Biden over there talking about, you know, some sort of nuclear war <laughs> with Russia. I'm really telling you guys, this is the type of thing that you want to make fun of all of these preppers for having all of this emergency food supply, but where are you gonna go when the nuclear uh, apocalypse happens? Where are you gonna go? You're gonna go to your friend's house who actually ended up being smart and getting the emergency food supply. And do you know what they're gonna say? No, you made fun of me. You don't get any. So you've got to go to preparewithnews.com, take 20% off. Uh, it's gonna ship fast and free so your neighbors can't mooch off of you when the time comes. That is preparewithnews.com. Over the weekend, an explosion destroyed part of a bridge linking Russia and Crimea. Uh, the bridge was highly strategic for Russia and a major military supply artery uh, to Putin's forces in southern Ukraine. Here is a short video that caught the explosion on camera. Uh, those of you who are listening, it's very obviously a bridge that just gets the middle of it completely destroyed. And uh, you can see some cars left in the wake uh, a lot of sparks there. Three people were killed, and Russian authorities say a truck bomb was the cause of the explosion. And uh, video appears to show a wave beneath the bridge just before the explosion set off that big fireball that you saw. There were theories that Ukrainian special services were behind the attack. Uh, bless you. Thank Another you. theory is that the truck driver was a suicide bomber funded by the West and Ukraine. They the, say the Jeffrey Putin, Epstein Putin called theory. it a, a terrorist attack by Ukraine and threatened harsh 
reprisals, so Jeffrey Epstein. The Jeffrey Epstein, the, the bridge killed itself with the suicide bomber. <laughs> The truck drove itself out there in the out. middle and detonated that's, itself. Yeah. yeah, that's what it did. I love that theory. Uh, so things are going really well. <laughs> Nothing to be concerned about. Did you guys? Do you guys remember when I just said stock up on emergency food? Because we're talk about work. pissing your money away. We did that, man. I'll tell you what. How much has it been now? It's over well over what 120 billion. It's a lot. I know that, and I know that that money could go to... I just know that if I had $120 billion to spruce up the place, my house would be lit, right? It would just be fire. It's so, like, we, the things we could do around America, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. With that kind of money? Yeah. It's insane. And people won't always say to me, they're like, oh, are you, are you pro-Vladimir Putin? I'm, pro, I'm anti all of them, yep. including the U.S. federal government right now. Like, the gov- U.S. government might be worst of all. Mm-hmm. I mean, no, Vladimir Putin's bad. Vladimir Zelensky's bad. All of them are bad. We got to keep sending them money, though, because Zelensky knows all the secrets for the U.S. politicians, mm-hmm. and they're afraid he's going to spill the beans. So let's keep funneling the cash over there to him and taking care of it. And people say, oh, yeah, that's a conspiracy theory. No, it's not. We've been funneling money and laundering money through the Ukraine for decades now, and every U.S. politician that's in there, they, they know all about it. And that's what's going on. Yeah. Um, so let's blow up another bridge to take our eyes off of it. Yeah, it is. It is. It's very frustrating uh, as taxpayers funding all of this to see the, this happening for so many years and just watch our money just be pissed away and not be able to do anything about it. Yeah. Has there it been any other newscasters like that have a host of a legitimate news show that has talked about pissing it away? I like your style, Sarah Gonzalez. It's just Way me. better than Brian Selter. Way, Way better. better. Well, that's why uh, my show's not getting canceled and Brian Selter's And you don't look like a thumb. <laughs> I no, hope not. But, but I do want to say this, you know, these, this bridge, and then you look at the Nord Stream, uh, you know, pipeline. pipeline they yeah. even say that Russia, you know, attacked itself. So Saul Alinsky, the rules for radicals, one of the rules is, you know, to accuse the enemy of what they accuse you of. And right. it's just it's just so obvious that America's fingerprints are all over this war. And, and now we were talking about it, and I think we'll go over the selective service tweets are coming out, you know, like that they might have to have a draft. These people are globalists, and right now the world we live in is more of a corptocracy where corporate corporations are running things, and they want this war because it's good for business. And seeing this happen now, this bridge, I think this is just, you know, the escalation is just going to get worse and worse and worse. Well, I mean, speaking of uh, war and the selective service, uh, <laughs> you may recall as soon as Biden took office, he enacted an executive order that said that those who identify as transgender should be treated by the military according to their gender identity and not their biological sex. Well. The administration's requirements for who must register for the draft include people that identify as transgender but are born male. The requirements from the Selective Service System say U.S. citizens or immigrants who are born male and change their gender to female are still required to register. Individuals who are born female and change their gender to male are not required to register. (laughs) Listen, swimming on the girls' team is always fun and games until a world war breaks out. Almost yeah. as if there's no denying biology yeah, and there are biological differences between men and women. And somebody should tell Stacey Abrams that there's the thing called biology. Biology, too, you know? it's when, a thing. Maybe when people we are should... born, then what they're born as. So, yeah. I love this so much. Well, I'm enjoying it. Let me put so on my good. tinfoil hat, too. It's like now you see this because you see how one group's marginalized and one isn't because you don't have to worry about the female to male getting drafted, but you do have to worry about the male to female. So I wouldn't be surprised these sick and twisted people want some sort of draft where they have to draft all, draft all the transgender men and leave all the transgender women out of it or vice versa, however it works, just to 
you know, make the trans community at, at odds with each other. I wouldn't be surprised. That's how much they hate us. They want us to fight each other. Woman and They're going to have the trans men and the trans women fighting each other by the time this is all over. I just, I really want to see a backlash to the Biden administration from the trans community. They should be protesting in the streets about this. I know, I know, because they're, tra- trans, trans women are women. That's what we're told. <laughs> Except you're not, and you're going to the front lines if there is a war, so the joke's on you, bitches. Uh, in late September, Kiev city government asked residents to wear masks on public transport in places that serve clients and in educational facilities. So in light of surging COVID cases, Kiev's deputy health minister, uh, Igor Kuzin, warned that an increase in COVID would strain the health systems already struggling due to Russia's invasion. And he said that the new masking suggestions would be hard to implement because most Ukrainians were focusing on another enemy. That and the fact they're already wearing gas masks. Like, how are you going to put an N95 underneath that nuclear fallout mask and the whole thing? I mean, I'm so, I don't mean to laugh. It's a clown I, show. And you know yes. what, what I said earlier talking about Ukraine? Listen, it's the Ukrainian citizens that you feel bad for. I've been to Ukraine. It, you right, know? exactly. Numerous times there are great people there. Ukraine, I mean, all over the world. That's, well, that's what we always say, right? Chinese people, there's wonderful people there. It's the Chinese government. There's wonderful people in New right. York, wonderful people in California, wonderful people in Ukraine. They're getting screwed by bureaucracy right. across the board. It's a clown show. It's almost like they, the government thinks like, oh, well, we'll just talk about COVID and bring up this other problem, and these people will forget they're in the middle of a freaking yeah. war with yeah. Russia. They're dropping bombs on Kiev. <laughs> you think they're worrying about COVID right now? <laughs> yeah, but imagine so how stupid. dystopian that is. Your your city, you're getting bombed by a world superpower, and they're like, hey, go get in the vaccination line. You know, I mean, come on, where are your Well, I mean, it helped in the hurricane, Yeah, Alex. exactly, you're right. You that know. is the safest thing to do in the a hurricane. hurricane. Safest, vaccine? Yes, the safest thing you can do in a hurricane is make sure you're vaccinated. <laughs> So and a World dumb. War Three. That's so weird that I think in a World War there's going to be a vaccination clinic open and a mask, you know, free mask for. Weird, like I want to cuss right now. Like I want to, I want to say like things the way I say them, and I can. You know, it's like we live in a generation where they're like, we haven't tried that for a while, so let's try it. You know, we, we haven't tried. It. I was watching a movie about a boy who it was World War One, and this boy really wanted to go to the front lines. He lasted like a day, mm. right? And he realized my dad was right. My dad was right. You know, this whole thing. Guys, listen, it's, we, we live in this weird age where we've had so much mm, luxury. Mm-hmm. And, you know, back in 1914, when World War I kicked off, a lot of people were really fighting to go to war. I mean, they, they wanted to go to war. They, but there was this, there was this humanist, humanistic philosophy of, of humanity and how people were inherently good. World War I changed all of that, right? So maybe we're due for a good world war. Just to remind people that man's inhumanity to man is still a real thing. It's viable. And the rest of the world doesn't think like you do at the mall in the food court. And they don't care about your Apple phones and whether or not you're getting service. They don't care about whether, you know, your latte was made with the right amount of half-calf non-fat milk. Mm -hmm. They don't care. The brutalities of that may be what we need to save the world. I don't know. Yeah. Because right now where we're headed is a, is a clown show of, of just eternal proportions. Yeah, I think that you're right. And I think um, just to add to that before we go to break, um, I was talking not that long ago about, you know, we have an entire generation of young people who have no idea what it was like to experience 9-11, yeah. which I think is a very important perspective to have when you're talking about, you know, like th- we could be going to war any second. Like we could get attacked right now in this building and just com- be completely decimated by, you know, someone who wants the, the West to fall. And 
it's very dangerous when you don't have that perspective to lean on and remember that it could all be over in a second because instead you, you've got entitled brats who are just worried about iPhones and, and all of those things. Yeah, and, and they want to bring it on. Right. right? Let's, right. Do, let's do some World War III. I mean, right. we, with, yesterday we cared about climate change, but no, a nuclear holocaust would do great for the environment. <laughs> well, it's the instant gratification. That's why yeah. we're addicted to it, and that's what's the biggest problem with society right now. Yeah, um, so we got to take a break, but I want to tell you, those of you who are watching on, on YouTube, we love you, okay? We see you, we love you, but I you're going to want to switch over to Blaze TV. Alex is waiting. He's been, Bye. show Alex waving. See you guys. We're going to be talking about uh, COVID vaccine research from the Florida Surgeon General that YouTube will deem misinformation. So if you have not yet subscribed, you're not going to want to miss this. I'm telling you, make sure to go subscribe at blazetv.com. Yeah. Use promo code news for some savings and we will see you over at blazetv.com. Come on. You know, World War III is happening. Over the weekend, the Florida Surgeon General released a study revealing there is an 84% increase in the relative incidence of cardiac-related death among males. <laughs> you keep What's ruining my stuff with your sorry. stories. You're so Amazing. eloquent, too. Yeah, yeah, no. I'm allergic Lee. to Stein. Yeah, All right, that's I'm going to start over. <laughs> a study revealing there is an 84% increase in the relative incidence of cardiac-related death among males 18 to 39 years old within 28 years days following mRNA vaccination. Uh, so, of course, as a result of that, Florida is now officially recommending against males aged 18 to 39 from receiving these COVID-19 mRNA vaccines and advising those with pre-existing cardiac conditions to take caution when making the decision. It's almost like these were totally unproven uh, jabs, experimental jabs. Oh, what the hell? I'm on Blaze TV. I can say whatever the hell I want. Yeah. Uh, it's almost like we knew from the beginning that this was completely rushed and these shots were going to be a total disaster and kill people. Oh, and look, here it is. And they are. And the government continues to... Can you think, can you think of one other medication that the, that the government would allow to continue to be on the shelf with all of these things that have come up surrounding it, the blood clots, myocarditis in young people. Uh, we're seeing all of these other studies like the one I just referenced coming out. Can you think of any other medication, any other drug that the government would not have pulled by now? No, I do. They would have pulled all of them. No, well, Dr. Fauci, AZT in the 80s, that was a back, you know, that was a cancer drug they had that they misdiagnosed for AIDS and it was actually killing people more than the AIDS. So Google Fauci in the 80s and AZT, there's all these pictures of uh, protesters against them. But I, I want to pull up this this uh, statement from Illinois Representative Sean Kasson. We and he have said, that coming next. Oh, yeah, yeah we got that go next. Ahead. No, I mean, no, no, go just, ahead. You know, go this ahead. past it's, June, it's... our daughter, Gwen Kasson, died of a sudden cardiac arrhythmia. In layman's terms, she was fine, and then her heart stopped. We don't know what caused the arrhythmia and likely never will. And then we'll just we just fast forward down to where she was fully vaccinated mm -hmm. and quarantined after occasional positive asymptomatic COVID tests. So it's like you are a healthy, young mm -hmm. child. Mm -hmm. And for me, it, it's so tragic that she died, but it's even more tragic that her dad, who is a powerful person, is ignoring the elephant in the room because it would be very hard for me to believe that he is that dumb. It really... Um it bothered me that they that they posted that. It didn't bother me that I mean, God bless them. They're going through a horrible tragedy. No one should have to experience the loss of uh, their child. But it really did strike me as bizarre that they that they lack the self awareness to see that right. Like that they felt comfortable 
posting this up, this statement that very clearly says that it was cardiac related, and by the way, she was fully vaccinated. Like, why would you decide? To, why would you put that in? Knowing it's that weird. somebody else's That's daughter is going to take that same medicine. Why would you? Why would you put that in? What does being fully vaccinated have anything to do? If you believe that the shot works and doesn't cause any of these things. What does being fully vaccinated have to do with your daughter, your teen daughter, randomly dying? It's a weird flex. I'm sure her it COVID really wasn't as bad as it could have been, you know. <laughs> and, and, and you hate to make light of a situation like that, but come on, man, you're throwing softballs up here with the ignorance, I mean, and the insanity. There, there's no logic behind any of this stuff. And, you know, we, I've complained for years about how we don't, think critically anymore but now they're just throwing insanity mm -hmm. up against the wall and seeing what sticks mm -hmm. yeah. and i don't know if it's like are you using buzzwords to try to get your message out there in a certain way that makes it bigger and more far-flung i don't know i don't know it just it like was if, very if troubling one of my children that. died unexpectedly i don't i don't think i would go to the world and be like you know i want to tell you all their medical right stuff and, and let you know all this kind of it, it, but it's a self-own I know, and that's what bothered me so much about it, is that it's like, do you really lack the self-awareness to understand what's happened here? It, feel, it felt a lot like you're like, you're, you're, you're just setting people up to judge you for that. Well, that was my problem, was yeah. like, don't include that. You're just setting people up to judge you for that, and that's not what you want when you're going through this tragedy. Well, he's probably getting so much hate about it, so he feels like he has to address that. But, I mean, there was that video that went so viral when Trump was pushing, you know, uh, you know, whatever, Operation Warp Speed, where all the liberals are like, we're not going to take that vaccine. Yeah. We're not going to yeah. take that vaccine. Yeah. And then, of course, now that Biden's in office, you know, they're, everybody's shilling for the vaccine. But this is what makes me so upset, and I say this all the time. They say that this vaccine is safe and effective for all 7.5 billion people. Yet, almonds are not safe and effective for 7 billion people. Peanuts are not safe and effective. Shellfish, and my favorite thing, I'm a pimp on a blimp eating shrimp. Shrimp is not safe and effective. So this vaccine that they tested on <laughs> eight mice is more safe and effective than actual food that people eat to live. So for me, it's the, you know, probably the worst uh, medical uh, scam yeah. in history. Yeah, yeah, in and, the history of this country, for and sure. And the politicians that are perpetuating it, one day they're all going to eat crow, but it's like the weapons of mass destruction that we didn't find. People will probably just say, well, my cognitive dissonance makes me think they tried their best. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, and by the way, this, uh, so the Florida Surgeon General tweeted this study out, going back to the study, tweeted the study out, and Twitter actually censored the tweet. For a while, it was, it was like deleted. You couldn't read it, and it said this tweet uh, violated the Twitter rules. Mm -hmm. And then there, there was enough pushback that they ended up uncensoring it and you could read it again. But it's like, that is how big the cover-up goes. This was a study that was done by the state of Florida. The, the, the Surgeon General is tweeting it out. I don't know, who am I gonna trust? The Surgeon General or some random nerds at Twitter like, oh, I think that this, this violates the Twitter rules because it's misinformation. It's just, it's, <laughs> Elon, come on, hurry up, do the deal. We need someone in charge of Twitter who's not gonna do that anymore. I'm just saying. But you did you have, see? There's some. You're blue, looking at me. Think it'll ever happen? No. No. Something like that. No, I don't. Oh, I don't even know if he'll help us. He will help me park my Tesla with my brain uh, <laughs> with a computer chip. I don't own a Tesla, but I will because it'll be mandatory then. Uh, 
I don't know. I mean, we just kind of live in the upside down world. And, you know, this myocarditis and adult death syndrome, you know, if people aren't talking about it now, will they ever? Say no, they, that's, that's not the thing. in this you generation. Said, no, yeah. but you said, I think that they'll eat crow. I'm not so sure. I know we got to go to break. I'm not yeah. so sure that they will. No, I people, don't know. People are too stupid. They've been, they've been putting steroids in the chicken and feeding us stuff in the water, dude. It's the fluoride. <laughs> I'm telling you, we're Something dumbed down. Everything. We're dumbed down in yeah. a big way. They're also we the are. ones who control what goes in the history books. Yeah. which is going to be the, the ultimate I'm problem I'm unvaxxed well. and I have my balls. That's all I'm going to say. I'm thinking about getting the vasectomy reversed because this is better than crypto right here. It's this true. Firm, and, pow. It's true. And, and, I'm and on, look at this face. And look at me, and I'm on five vaccines. So if you guys want to be like me, get your fifth booster. <laughs> right, we got to go to break. We'll be back. I don't recommend getting the booster. <laughs> <laughs> Less than a month to go before the midterm elections, and uh, Joe Biden's approval ratings are a complete dumpster fire. Fewer than one in four people think America is going in the right direction. 63% think the U.S. is on the wrong track, and his approval rating is less than 50% on every single one of the top 10 issues Americans care most about. You're wrong. No, wait. Where are you going, Chad? Joe. No. Oh, I, thought that, I thought you were supposed to do the Joe Biden back away from the press thing. <laughs> oh, I like that impression. <laughs> COVID-19, environment, <laughs> racial inequality, employment, unifying country, international trade, taxation, economy, immigration, corruption, all under 50% for Joe Biden. It is not looking good. Don't for forget him. reparations. I don't think you put that. That's more important than Joe Biden. <laughs> I don't think that's a top 10 issue. I'm going to get mine. Yeah, it should be. I don't think that's be. a top 10 be. issue. Well. It is, wow, it is bad uh, out there for Joe Biden. So um, we'll see what happens. And we'll be covering it all, by the way, election night here on Blaze TV. Stay tuned for more details on that. I'll be here. Will you? I will. Batman Are you Biden. Creepily scoot this. back. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see you tomorrow. Stream and subscribe to more Blaze Media content at theblaze.com slash podcasts.